Merry Christmas. And if you are listening to my voice right now, you are listening to the inaugural episode of my podcast. I don't have a name for it yet. Honestly, I've been thinking about doing this shit for mad long, honestly. I've been putting this shit off for a minute. But I don't have a fucking name. I literally jump around in my mind for names. Like I know what the direction of the podcast kind of is going to be, but I'm trying to think of a, a cool name for it, you know what I mean? Or just something interesting. I don't want to do like the fucking Cedric podcast or some bullshit like that, you know what I mean? It's got to be it's got to be interesting. But like I said, if you're listening, it's Christmas time. You're probably with your family. Uh, lucky you, because of fucking COVID, I couldn't go home to see my family. I had this shit planned out for a good amount of time. But, you know, last minute bullshit happens. And, uh, yeah, Pops got COVID. Uh, when I, every time I say Pops got COVID, everyone like, immediately is like, oh, shit, oh, shit. But, yeah, nah, he got COVID, but, like, no symptoms. Dude's a fucking ox. I mean, I, I mean, he's not the healthiest of people, but he's a big dude. He's an ox. He, he take down anything. So, no symptoms. Uh, I thought that'd be enough for the fam to be like, yeah, still come through or whatever. But, you know, moms was worried. I get it. I, I mean, I'm a little I'm a little mad because, you know, I'm, I'm alone on Christmas. But, you know, let's not get into that. That's not the time for that. All right. For those of you out there listening, if you are listening, have a fucking merry, merry Christmas. I hope you're with your family. I hope you're eating good food. I hope you got the presents you wanted. And I just hope you have a good ass day. Now, like I said, this is the inaugural episode of my podcast. Now, a lot unlike a lot of other people that started podcasts, you know, they already had like a following. You know, they they're they're cemented in some kind of lane to where they can just bring whatever audience they have over to their to their podcast. You know, quick growth. Me, I'm starting from the bottom, bottom, <laughs> bottom, bottom. I I got some friends. You know what I mean? I got some people that I can send it out to. You know, they listen to it, maybe pass it along to their friends. But I'm starting from the motherfucking bottom. Okay, but you know, everyone's got to start somewhere, fam. You know what I mean? Everyone has got to start fucking somewhere. So. Like I said, intro podcast. Uh, this is more so, I guess, to sort of just tell y'all what the show finna be about, what I'm about, and just, you know, where I kind of want to take it. Um, you know, most people, they have aspirations to be, you know, fucking super famous with type, with type of shit like that. Listen, fame would be cool. Making money off this would be really cool. But right now, this is kind of just a hobby. You know, I love talking. If you if you, if you you know me or been a friend with me, if you get me talking on a certain subject, I'm going to talk forever. You know what I mean? I, I went to therapy a few years ago, and I was talking to her. And she was like, you, you talk a lot. I was like, I don't normally do. And she was like, nah, you seem like you got shit to get off your chest or whatever. And I was like, I guess, maybe. You know, in certain, in certain, certain situations, I, you know, I you can't stop me from talking just depending on what it is so i just decided you know let me start this podcast this will be like my like uh what's it called it'll be like an outlet for me you know what i mean an outlet to talk about shit that interests me an outlet to talk about the shit that's bothering me an outlet to just vent or go off on shit that's going to be a big part of, of this podcast i find a lot of shit stupid and corny and it be bothering me, but I don't, I don't, I don't be bitching to nobody. <laughs> I just be bitching to myself. I'm like, yo, this shit is mad corny. This shit is stupid. Da 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 da. But I was like, you know what? Let me just let me make this. Let me make something out of it. You know what I mean? Maybe someone will find it interesting. Let me just bitch about whatever. So yeah, like I said, that's gonna be part of it. You know, just like talking about whatever. Um, just bitching about, not bitching. I keep saying bitching, but like, you know, just talking about shit that I find corny, shit that I find stupid, shit that I find interesting, shit that's going on in my life. You know, I'm not trying to give y'all everything. You know, what I mean, I'm a private person. You know, when you start a podcast, you kind of just try to you try to drop that veil of privacy and become more public. But I'm gonna see if I can try and keep that up a little bit, cause like, like I said, I don't know y'all niggas. Y'all probably don't know me, but um, you know, over time, you know, the veil will be dropped a bit, a, a bit, a bit. You know what I mean? Uh, be less less privacy, more and more depth into me as a person and me uh, in my life or whatever. But you know, like this, like I said, to start, it's the intro podcast. We're not talking about nothing crazy. We're not doing nothing wild. I'm kind of just easing y'all in to what I want this to become. You know what I mean? And you know, I wasn't even gonna start on Christmas. Granted, I don't even know when I was gonna start. But like I said, I'm alone on Christmas. Uh, I mean, I'm not alone. Alone. My roommate is here. Her dad is here. But they're they're both not here right now. Like I, lo- I literally woke up and it's just me and the pets. So I'm alone on Christmas. I already, I, uh, I Facetime my fam for a little bit. Facetime my girl who's with her family. But I woke up. It's cold as shit, <laughs> and I'm alone. I know it sounds sad, but you know. That's life, my nigga. That's fucking life. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Shit doesn't always go your fucking way. But like I said, I'm alone. I woke up and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just start this shit. I got shit to talk about a little bit. It's not going to be a fucking super long podcast. This honestly might just be like 15 minutes. I have I have like a little bit of plan set, set up. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, 
like I said, this is just the start of this. And why not? No, no better time to start than like the fucking present. So here I am. You know what I mean? But yeah, like I said, what the podcast will be, it's going to be like real simple. You know what I mean? It's two different segments. There'll be shit that's like what's bothering me that week, shit, dumbass shit that I see. And trust me, on Twitter, just on the internet, I just be seeing some dumb ass shit. Just from people saying dumb shit, doing dumb shit, and like it just sits on my heart. And it shouldn't, you know, what people do shouldn't bother you. But I sit, I sit there and I'm like, the fact that there are people out here in this world that do things like this or think like this, it's just fucking wild. And I'm not a perfect person. I'm a, I'm a crazy motherfucker too. I'm weird too. But just not in that kind of way, I guess. I don't fucking know. But that's besides the point. Like I said, it's going to be segments. You know, this, uh, one of the segments is going to be me complaining, bitching, just going off on shit that bothers me, shit that I saw on the news or shit that I saw just in general. And the other segment would just be like, you know, lighthearted current events, you know, uh, just shit that interests me. One of the main topics is going to be MMA. I know a lot of people, if you're going to be listening to this right now and I'm passing it to you, there's probably like a few of you that watch MMA or just know about MMA or just like are interested in it. But like, that's what I want That's one of the things I want to talk about. Now, granted, I've only recently started MMA about a couple of years ago. And, you know, they always talk about people being casual fans. They only want to see blood and guts. Da-da-da-da. They don't know nothing. Listen, I can tell you right now, when it comes to, like, jujitsu in the ground game, I'm very illiterate. Like, I can see when someone's getting, like, a rear naked choke or someone's trying to, you know, get a heel hook or someone's trying to do, like, you know, uh, like, to set up an arm mar or a triangle choke. Like, I can kind of see those things, but trust me, I, this, like... I, I'll need to learn more of the intricacies of that, you know, as 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 go as like time goes on. Granted, the best thing would be for me to take jujitsu classes, but we can get into that another day. We can get into that another day. But that would be probably the easiest way for me to learn this shit fast. But as someone who's taken Taekwondo for about nine years of his life, and listen, I, I know a lot of kids when they're younger, they take they take karate, they don't really take it seriously, they're not like legit martial artists. So I don't really want to consider myself a legit martial artist, but I'm someone who has been who has taken martial arts and has at least got a taste of what it's like, you know? I've been to competitions, I've done sparring competitions, I think I have a gold medal. This is from way back in the day, so like I'm not flexing or nothing like that. Nowadays, <coughs> it's not the same. I haven't done major martial arts in a minute. Like when I moved down to Texas, the first, the first, the first like few months, I found an MMA gym and I joined it. You know, I took a couple Muay Thai classes, but I just couldn't keep up with that shit. One, the payments were kind of OD, and like, you know, I just, I just wasn't fucking, I wasn't dedicated enough, so I wasn't going as often as I should have. Down the line, I really want to, because I find martial arts to be such a great, you know. Uh, outlet for like exercise and it's just dope you know it's dope to know you can kick a nigga ass if need be you know what I mean the whole thing about martial arts is not going out and fighting people it's to know that if shit comes to you you know how to handle it you know what I mean so you know that's what it is I, I really enjoy martial arts I really love the UFC uh, I try to get into the other promotions it just be tough to find like streams for it or shit like that and you know you niggas be gotten to pay and listen nigga, I ain't balling like that <laughs> all right I'm not balling like that um so, you know, I got the ESPN Plus. I'll be buying the pay-per-views, but that's really all I got for now. You know what I mean? If I want to go on, uh, move on to Bellator, you know what I mean, and watch some of those fights. Uh, I know they be showing the prelims on YouTube, but I don't think I don't know where they be showing the actual fights. I think it's on CBS Sports or something like that. But, yeah, I just be really mainly focused on UFC. And that's basically because it's like the NBA of MMA. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, the NBA doesn't have any other competition because it's like, it's you know, it's the, it's the NBA. But, you know, MMA's got a shit ton of other promotions. You got lower-level promotions, amateurs. You got the big dogs. You got fucking, like, one championship over in Asia. You got Bellator. You got, like I said, UFC, the big, big dog. So right now, my focus is really on the big dog, UFC. That's, like, that's where I'm at right now. But shit, it's, it's, it's still, that's, that's still my shit. It's still mad interesting. So like I said, UFC events, uh, breakdowns of fights, I mean, to the best of my ability. You know, I decently understand the stand-up game. You know, I can understand when someone's trying to set up traps. I can understand uh, when someone's got really good boxing. You know, I, I, I can see sort of things, but I'm not over here trying to flex, not flex. I'm not trying to like pass myself off as some fucking expert. You know what I mean? I don't like calling myself a casual fan. Because casual fans don't really respect the art and the technique that goes into certain things. But I like to think myself that I, could, I, I, I like to think I respect that. You know what I mean? I think I like to respect someone who can take the time, work on technique, and really, you know, uh, really establish a solid stand-up game instead of just winging, bang, you know, just crashing and banging. Granted, if I watch a fight where someone's going and they just throw mitts, I'll take it. 
Everybody loves motherfuckers throwing mitts, blood everywhere. People love that shit. But I can appreciate a five-round fight where someone tries to break down the other fighter. You know, whack at the legs, take down, take the legs out. You know, dissect them with a couple body shots. Yeah, you're going to go to the head. Everyone loves a headhunter. But I like someone who can really break it down, you know, debilitate their opponent until they can really take him out, you know, third, fourth round. You know what I mean? But like I said, UFC is one of the things I want to be talking about. I kind of want to grow with, the, with, with it, you know, grow my knowledge, uh, continue to cover it in some kind of way. Um, and, you know, just watch more and talk about it. I just love talking about it. You know what I mean? I recently met someone who I, who I was working with for a little bit who likes UFC just as much as I do. You know what I mean? Out of all the people that I've met, he actually, like, enjoys it. So, you know, I used to chop it up with him, and I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, I got someone I could talk to about it, talk about fighters, talk about different cards, talk about this and that. So, like, that's, that's, what, part, that's what part of this podcast is going to be, me talking about the UFC, me talking about MMA, and just continue to learn more and grow more with the UFC. Another thing. Uh, that I'm going to be talking about. I fucking love entertainment. Movie, TVs, music, video games, all that shit. I'm going to be talking about all that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I just got Cyberpunk. That's a new game that just came out. There's a lot to get, there's a lot to get into with Cyberpunk, but that could be for another day. But like I said, new video games coming out. That's the type of shit that I enjoy. I love video games since I was a kid. Really enjoy that shit. So that's obviously going to be another aspect to what this podcast is going to be. Uh, movies as well. If you know me, I've got... I've got some aspirations, you know, to write to write my own movies, and you know, I've 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 been doing a bit of the work. It's not the easiest thing to you know try and create something from your fucking brain, and then with all these outside, um, all these outside influences, you know, you see people, you see, you watch a movie, and you're like, fuck, this is a very intricate and fucking like complex movie. I don't think I could ever do some shit like that. Trust me, that's where I'm at right now with it. I got some ideas, and I think they're dope. I don't think they're like fucking super Oscar winners. I don't really care about all that. I just want, I would just love like a story of mine to be written and produced into a movie. That's like the basis of what I want. But like I said, I'm in the very beginning stages of it. I think I've got about three scripts in production and like none of them are close to done. I think I might have one that's like 20 pages long and I just haven't looked at it in a minute. Like just major writer's block when it's come to that. I've got another short that I've been working on since I think college that just started started out as an assignment. But I'm trying to develop it into a legitimate short film. Uh, we can, I can get into that later on. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to, like, movies and TV, like, I love watching movies. I love watching new TV shows. And I love talking about them. I love breaking them down. I love talking about how much I enjoy them. I love talking about character development, all that type of shit. So, like I said, that's another aspect of what the, uh, what the uh, podcast is going to be. Me talking about new movie releases. Me talking about new TV shows that I like. Uh, same with music. I fucking love music. I don't like. I don't consider myself like a music head or like a hip hop head. Like a definitely okay. Let me just say right here. I'm definitely not a fucking hip hop head. I enjoy hip hop, but I am in no way, shape, or form in the culture as motherfuckers say. Like I enjoy hip hop. I enjoy songs, but like I'm not so in th- in 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 like in th- I don't think enthralled is the work I'm looking for. But I'm not so deep in it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, I don't know too much about the history. When when it comes to music, for me, I hear a song. If I fuck with it, I can vibe with it. That's when I like it. Then you know, I start going into the artists. I start figuring out more of their music. That's like what it is for me. So when it comes to like the music, the TV, the entertainment stuff I'm talking about, it's not more. It's not going to be me, you know, giving like a history or like a deep breakdown of whatever the fuck. You know, sometimes it might be if I feel the need to, but mostly what it'll be is me talking about something that I just saw, played, listened to, watched. And it'll just be me basically giving y'all the, the recommendation, you know, talking about how, how great it is, talking about, like, the actors who are in there or the artist who wrote the song or, you know, the gameplay of a certain game. Like, that's what that's going to be, you know what I mean? Me just trying to put y'all on to the shit that I find interesting. And, like, it's not like I'm trying to toot my own horn thinking I know good shit. Everyone has, you know, their tastes and their likes, you know what I mean? That's just how shit goes. But, you know, I... You know, I just like certain shit, and I think a lot of people would benefit from, like, listening or watching or just the type of shit that I like, just because it's interesting, you know what I mean? It's interesting, it's entertaining, it's, a, it's an escape. I think that's, like, the big word I think I'm looking for for this. It's going to be an escape. I know I'm jumping around a lot, but I think that's, I think, listen, I think that's what the podcast is going to end up being for at least a little bit. I'm going to just be jumping around, honestly. I have a little board right here that's breaking down what I'm going to talk about. But, listen, my brain be all fucked up and shit. Trying to organize that shit is going to be a lot. So, you know, as the time goes on, you know, I probably will try to, you know, organize it more. But right now, I'm just going off. But to go back to the escape thing, we all know how fucked up 2020's been. 
Yes, with COVID, but you know, you got the elections, the division of people going at each other's necks for such bullshit. And listen, I say that, and I, I'm not, I'm not the most politically inclined motherfucker, so I'm not, I'm not gonna be talking to y'all about policy, da 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 da. And to be honest, listen to me, a lot of y'all motherfuckers who be tweeting shit and just be getting mad. You guys also don't know what the fuck is going on. Y'all just see shit, and it, 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 it burns something up inside, so y'all feel inclined to talk some shit or to say some shit. You know what I mean? But y'all not taking the time to look at policy. Y'all not taking the time to look at whatever. And, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying that as someone who also isn't. I don't got time for that. That's not that important to me. I mean, granted, yes, it's important. And it's it's going to de- determine how the way we live. But, like, listen, that's just not me. You looking for that? Go somewhere else. That ain't me, all right? I'm talking real surface shit when it comes to this politics shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, 2020, you got COVID running through the streets. Motherfuckers not paying attention, not not taking precautions. That completely fucking everything up. I mean, listen, COVID fucked my shit up. Like I said, I try to go home, try to go home for Christmas. I ain't see my family in a good what year, two years. But COVID fucked that shit up, so I couldn't go home. Now I'm chilling here, starting my inaugural podcast. I'm a little sad. Yeah, I got a little wine. I'm finna drink later, get a little tipsy. But like I'm saying. 2020 has been a tumultuous year for everybody in in some way shape or form you know you got some people on fucking social media calling it the pandemic they out here making bands and they're good for them i only feel like that applies to people who have already been kind of established in what they were doing you know i'm talking about these rich niggas you know rappers uh uh, com- uh what's it called entertainers comedians you know they found a way to you know to you know make their money during a time where it's very tough for people but when you're talking to regular folk like me i mean you know, it's just, it's just been tough. It's just been tough. I ain't gonna go too deep into it, but listen, it's, it's been a very, very tough year for everybody. You know what I mean? So, like I said, this is what the 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 inception of this podcast is gonna be. It's meant to be an escape. It's meant to be an escape from the woes of regular life, the bullshit that you go through every day. You know, you have a bad day, cut the podcast on. You're gonna hear me bitching about some dumb shit I saw on Twitter, or some dumb shit that's going in the news, or somebody doing dumb shit. Corny motherfuckers. Oh, and trust me, there are some corny motherfuckers out here. And there's levels to corny, son. Listen, I'm corny, but I'm corny with the jokes. You know what I mean? I hit you with a couple corny jokes, that's it. But there are some corny ass niggas. And and girls, too. Yeah, corny girls. But, like, son, listen, as a nigga myself, a lot of y'all niggas need to do better. Y'all some real corny motherfuckers. I don't know how y'all made it this far in life without someone smacking you upside the fucking head. I mean, it ain't finna be me. But if you pull up on me, it might be a different story. But anyways, like I said, it's going to be a fucking escape. That's what I want this to be. That's what I want this to grow into. Like I said, this is the very bottom. I'm starting off on the very low level of this. I don't have a big audience yet, obviously. I got a couple friends who I know are going to support me, share my shit, put it out there. I can count on that, you know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not expecting extreme fast growth, you know? You can't expect that within the first, this is my first shit. You can't expect that so fast. So, you know, I got to just keep, what's it called? I got to keep going with it, you know what I mean? Keep, keep, keep planning, keep finding time to cut out, and just talk that shit. Talk my shit. Get whatever's, up, get whatever's off on my chest. Talk about shit that interests me. And that's, that's really what this is. This is, like, this is what it is. I want this to be the intro to that. So, yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to end it here. I'll probably do some editing. I kind of want to end it here. But like I said, you know, let me just let me just dive into a few like m- quick topics. This is like the first day, but I got a couple topics here that I want to talk about. Cut it back to the to the UFC. I already told y'all I'm really into MMA. It's like the only sport I watch now. When I was younger, I was really into basketball. I think it was the year. I think it was 2008 when the Celtics won that that championship. And I'm from Rhode Island. I'm originally from Rhode Island, so the Northeast. So if you're from the Northeast in that area, New England, you're probably rooting for the Celtics. You know what I mean? I know they're a Boston team, but that's the closest team you got in proximity. So when I saw that KG, Paul Pierce, Rondo, Ray Allen team whoop that whoop ass in the, in the 2008 Olympics and win those win that ring, I was like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a Celtic fan for life. Fast forward to today, <laughs> I don't know who's on the team now. I know they got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They be, they're, they're killing it. But to be honest, I just could care less about the NBA. I don't know when that shift happened. It's the most. It's one of the most popular sports out there. But I don't know when that shift happened where I was just like, I just don't feel like watching these games. Like, I'm not that interested. But then, I don't know I don't know what specific fight it was, or I don't even know what the what the start of it was. But then I found the UFC. I watched a, I watched some card and I really wish I knew which one it was. Fuck. But regardless, 
I found the UFC. I was like, oh, d- niggas is getting paid to whoop ass? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. So, yeah, I've just been watching it ever fucking since. So I think the past, like, two, three years maybe, I've just been watching it, man. Every Saturday, more or less every Saturday, they got a card on. Whether it's a fight night where I don't got to pay for it or it's a pay-per-view, there's a card on. And I'm like, all right, best Saturday night, I finna get lit. By lit, I mean, you know, smoke a little zum zum, you know what I mean? But, you know, get, you know, relax and then watch, watch the fights. You know, really watch them. Watch someone, watch people beat ass, you know what I mean? <laughs> beat ass. <laughs> but, yeah. But like I'm saying, like UFC is like the main sport that I really enjoy now. And honestly, I think I'm like, I'm like just keep on with it forever because it's just it's just so interesting, bro. It's so interesting. I know a lot of people, a lot like a lot of people that I know at least just aren't into it and they just can't get into it or whatever. But listen, I like watching people fight. And you would think because I like watching people fight, I probably watch boxing too. I never got into boxing. I never, I was never, I was never like. What's it called? Exposed to boxing when I was younger. Like, you know, you know a couple boxers here and there, but I just didn't watch boxing all that much like that. And, you know, I've watched a couple fights recently. Like, the big fights. You know, you got the Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury uh, duo. Duo? That's not the right word. But you know what I mean. The two fights that they had. You know, you got the Anthony Ruiz, Anthony Joshua. Uh, fuck. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Those two fights. I don't know what the word is. I'll figure it out. But, yeah, you know, you watch those fights because just they're big names, you know. I even watched the Mike Tyson-Roy Jones fight. Two old niggas bang, uh, singing and banging. I will be honest, though. I really only watched it to see the Jake Paul Nate Robinson fight. Could care less about Jake Paul. Don't give a fuck about him. But I always liked Nate Robinson as a basketball player. You know, that short dude jumping out the gym, dunking, fucking three-time dunk champ. What was it? Three-time dunk champ, I think. That's the type of shit I like to see. A little guy out there doing it big. You know, I fucked with that. <laughs> and then, you know, you watch that fight. And, you know, you, know you, all, you all know what happened. We all know what happened. But, yeah. Um, but you know, back to back to the UFC is what I'm saying. Like I really enjoy the UFC. So like I said, okay, let's get get into it real quick. 2020 has been a really big year when it's come with, for the for the UFC. You know, shit was really getting shut down with COVID. Everyone was scared of what was gonna happen. But Dana White, who I can talk about in another podcast because I've got mixed feelings about him. But Dana White was like, no, 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 no. Ain't letting COVID. Shut, we ain't letting COVID shut shit down for me, for us. I'm gonna make it happen. And what he do? He put together Fight Island. Respect to that man. He did what he did so he can get his fighters paid, so he can get his employees paid. I mean, granted, yes, it's to keep making money. You don't want to stop the money train. But as a fan, it's great because, you know, I get to continue to see the events that I want to see, the fights that I want to see. You take all the necessary precautions, you make sure everyone's safe, and you go out there and whoop each other's asses. That's how it's supposed to go. So I, I thank Dana White for coming together with his team and figuring some shit out to continue to put on events throughout the year. And, 20, and even with COVID going on, it has been a wild year for, for the, the UFC. Like a great fucking year. New champions, new up-and-coming fighters coming up. Like it's, it's, very, it's very dope. Like a lot of the mainstay fighters that you know of, that you probably know of, I mean, the, granted, they're getting older. You get to see them fight still, but like you're getting away from that and you're starting to create new stars, which is great. Because, you know, you got the John Joneses. Um... You got Khabib, you got the Connors, you got all those. But then you got new fighters coming up, like Hamza Shimaev, who I can go into later on uh, another time, who I'm gonna, actually going to talk about later because he's got a fight coming up. You got the Kevin Hollins, who is easily one of my new favorite fighters. Ah, fucks with Trailblazer, uh, Kevin Holland. I fuck with homie. And you got just a whole new fucking lane of these fighters coming up. And these guys are not just specialists. These are fucking well-rounded MMA fighters. They can take, they can take, it, they can take the fight wherever they need to. Some people are better in some areas than others, but it's not like it's not like a complete wash. It's not like, you know, you got Hoist Gracie fighting a fucking stand-up guy, and he just takes you down and submits you within five minutes. It's not like that. I mean, in some cases, it is. Like I said, you got Khabib, who retired uh, this year. Some people are saying he might not have retired. He might actually end up coming back. But he seems pretty intent on retiring, which is good for him, man. If, you've, if you followed his career a- at all, Dude's undefeated. He fought because it was him and his father's thing, and then his pops died due to COVID. And then that last fight against Gaethje, you see him break down in the middle of the octagon, and I started tearing up. That shit is emotional, son. Wild emotional. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, I don't know. I, I really enjoy the UFC. So like I said, okay, let's get into the, I'm, I'm losing my, I'm losing my, I'm going off on tangents. I'm going to try and work on that, but I'm going off on tangents right now. So. 2020 was a great year. So many good ass cards. So many good ass fights. It was just, it was great. And and 2021 is only gonna get better, son. Now we have three cards, all within the week of like what is it, January? It's like early January. I think it's the second week of January. 
all these dope ass fights. You got Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier too. Now, they fought a few years ago at Featherweight. That's 145. I think they're fighting at 155 this year. And Conor handled Dustin. I need to look back at the stats and see how, how quick it was. I think it was like the first or second round, but he handled homeboy. Took him out, TKO, light work. That's when Conor was the man on top of shit. You know what I mean? I mean, he still kind of is. He just hasn't fought as consistently as people would like for him to continue to stake the claim that he's hot, that he's out here, that he's, that he's, that he's one of the top dogs. But it's Connor. You see his resume, and you're like, I don't doubt that he's a top dog still. You know, he kicking ass. You saw that one fight, the one fight he had in 2020, uh, Cowboy. What's funny about that is I was in New York watching it with my homeboys. Now, I was watching the, the rest of the card on my phone because, like I said, we were just chilling. They're not, they're not MMA fans like I am. But when that Conor fight came on, I was like, they know who Conor is. I'm like, let me throw that shit on the TV. Let's watch it. It's going to be a good fight. Conor's a great fighter. Cowboy's a fucking legend. You know what I mean? Um, so let's watch this fight. And Conor just dismantled Cowboy in, like, what, 40 seconds? This shit was wild. I just wish Conor had fought more. But, you know, you watch that, and you're like, damn, Conor still got it. Connor's a fucking dog. Granted, that fight was at 170, so I don't think he had to cut that much weight. You know what I mean? Homeboy's real strong. 155, he's got to cut a bit of weight. But, um, you know what I mean? You see that, and it's like crazy. And now speaking on Dustin, Dustin's grown as a fighter ever since. Like, Dustin is becoming one of my favorite fighters. Not just because he's a dope-ass fighter, but because he's just a good person overall. And that's one of the things I love about UFC. You get to learn about the individual. Granted, in other sports, you can too, but it's not so focused on the individual rather than the team. And with MMA, you get really deep into the individual's life, their psyche, and how they, how they just work things out. And Dustin Poirier has really become one of my favorite fighters, man. He's a fucking dog. He's a fucking dog. If you watched the UFC card that was in Atlanta, I think in 2019, uh, that's the one where Israel Adesanya, who I can also talk about another time because he's my favorite fighter, at the moment, my very, very favorite fighter. You got the Israel Adesanya card versus Kevin Gastelum. And below that was um, Dustin and Max Max Holloway. Actually, let me, just, let me just do this real quick just to check it out. Because um, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm pretty sure that's the card that it was on. Uh, let me see. UFC 236. Okay, UFC two, 236. Let me see. Yep, yep. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, that's what it was. That was actually the main fight of that card. The the Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. And that was for the interim lightweight belt. Now, Max Holloway, who's the featherweight king. Well, at least not now, anyway. But who was the featherweight king. You know, moved up to 155 to try and get that second belt. That's what you do. When you start to reign in your weight class, you try to move up or down to try and get another belt. You know, that's kind of like the next steps. You got Dustin Poirier, who's been a lightweight, uh, lightweight stable for a minute. They go at it five rounds, five brutal fucking rounds, and Dustin Poirier just put the mitts on Max. Now, I'm not going to say he really whooped his ass, you know what I mean? Because like I said, five rounds, and you go that long, there's, there's a bit of back and forth going. But he put the mitts on him enough to win that fight, and he was interim, interim lightweight champ. That's dope. You know, you see the, the emotion, the tears, and it's just like, fuck, man. Like, this, like, these motherfuckers out here putting their life on the line for something they love. They really out there doing war. Like, that's the closest shit to war. Like, they say a lot of sports are like a simulation of war, but I think UFC and the fighting is like straight up fucking war. It's you versus someone else trying to take your fucking head off. And you need to figure out how you're not going to allow him to take your head off, and you're going to take his head off. Like, it's a whole... Fighting may seem like very barbaric, but it's also very... It's like a... I think I've heard it referred to as like a game. It's almost like a game of chess. Because it's all about moves, you know what I mean? Setting up traps, knowing what your opponent's going to do, trying to fake him out, trying to have him do something else so you can do something, like trying to have him go low so you can aim high, you know, that's a, that type of shit, you know what I mean? So seeing the growth that these two, seeing these two guys, Connor and Dustin, after that first fight that they had, completely grow into different fighters, this fight is going to be fucking insane. I, like, I, I, can't miss, I can't miss this fight. Like, this shit's going to be fucking insane. And I, I can only hope... That it goes the full five rounds, like truthfully, I think they both have the power to take one to take one another out early on in the fight. But because both of them are such technical strikers and such dogs, I can really see it going the full five rounds. And honestly, I would enjoy that because you want to see you want to see what each of them have. You want to see how 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 deep each of them can dig for this fight. And I'm I'm trying to remember the last time we saw a Conor McGregor five rounder. At least in recent memory, I really can't think of it. Granted, there's probably MMA fucking um, 
media or MMA, the people that know like all these stats and shit. But me personally, I just don't remember the last time I saw uh, Conor McGregor go five rounds. You know, you saw him take out Jose Aldo in what was like 30 seconds or something like that with that left hand. It's just, it's just wild shit, bro. Now, in this fight, like, I just, I just see them matching up so well. You know, you don't, see, you haven't seen Conor fight in a minute, like I said, but he's still Conor McGregor, one of the greatest strikers in UFC, in the UFC, in the lightweight division, or just in the UFC in general. And then you got Dustin Poirier, someone who's always been a good fighter, but has just gotten better and better and better as time has gone on. Uh, his last fight was against uh, Daniel Hooker. Let me tell you something. I fuck with Daniel Hooker. He is another dog. That boy is nice. He's a beast. You know what I mean? And that fight also went five rounds. One of the better fights to happen during 2020. And to see Dustin take take him out like that, it's just like, Jesus Christ. It just it just gets me amped for this fight. I don't know the rest of the fights that are on the card. I don't know if they've announced all that yet. But this fight, this main event specifically, is going to be a fucking amazing. I can't fucking wait for this shit. I really hope it goes five rounds. I don't have a I don't really care who I don't really care who wins necessarily. Like I'm not rooting for either one specifically. I think it'd be nice for Dustin to win. Cause you know Connor's Connor. It's Connor McGregor. Everyone knows him. Dude's got the the liquor line. He fought Floyd. He's paid up. Double champ. All that shit. He's all the accolades that a fighter would want in their career. He's done that shit. And I, how old is he? How old is he? Cause I think he's still. I mean, he's not like. He's not like old old. He's still got some time left on his uh on his clock. But the man has done it all. He's 32 years old. 32 years old. He's still mad young in terms of like the MMA game. Well, decently young. But he's still got mad time. Mad time. He could still become a champ again. But it's just good to see both these guys in their prime, very solidified in the way that they fight. And they're just going to fucking go at it. And I cannot wait for that shit. Holy goddamn. Cannot wait. Like I said, in that week of January, there's going to be two other cards, too. I think they're doing a whole three. I think it's like three cards in one week, which is wild. But the other main event we have is Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. Now, Calvin Cater is one of those guys who I'm recently getting to know. You know, he's pretty new. He's, he's pretty, uh, he's not pretty new, but he's one of the newer fighters in the UFC who's coming up and making a name for himself. Now, he's a top-ranked uh, featherweight at this point, I'm pretty sure. Let me see if I can find out what his ranking is. But Calvin Cater is no fucking joke. And if I really... Okay, number six. He's number six in the UFC featherweight. He's a top ten featherweight in the UFC. So that boy, that, that boy ain't no joke. All right, he had that whipping ass. His last fight, I, th I think it was either against Danny Ige or Jeremy Stevens. But he had a fight. Okay, but the Jeremy Stevens fight, like, he hit that man with an elbow so goddamn hard. I mean, it sent him into another fucking orbit. Like, this dude is strong. At 145, he is fucking strong. He's got an amazing boxing base. Like he is throwing mitts, and that's not to say he's not. That's not to say he's not. He's not good everywhere else. I don't think I've ever seen him in enough trouble on the ground to really assess how good he is on the ground or how how well he can handle himself on the ground. But when it comes to that stand up, he's a fucking problem, which is great because Max Holloway is Max Holloway, the featherweight fucking king. He is also another fucking problem. Granted, I think. His last three fights, which was Dustin Poirier a while back for the lightweight. Now, that was at lightweight, so, I, you know, it is what it is, but it's still a loss. And then the two fights against Alex Volkanovsky. Now, those are probably, of all the most recent fights, the most, um, what am I trying to say? The most uh, divisive decisions that I've seen. Because, again, they were close fights, both five-rounders. They both went, they went ten rounds with each other. And Alexander Volkanovsky, by, an, by, by just a little bit, edged out the win both times now granted the first time yes you can probably just give it to him straight up but the second time it, watching that fight listen max is max he's oh, he's a dog and he's not done yet the fact that he lost sucks but listen he put up a fight and i i had to get i have to give it to him when i saw it i had to give it to him i thought he had won that fight i really did i really did i don't know what the judges were thinking then listen they made their decision it is what it is but he has been on a three fight losing skid but it's not the same. It's not the same as like any other fighter who's on a three-fight losing skid. You've got someone who lost three fights, but within 15 rounds. Like it's not like he got. He's, it's not like he got out of there quick, or they took him out quick. This is a man who's gone five rounds on each of those fights, and just and just dog fights. You know, no, not giving up. Just going in there all heart. You know what I mean? So now you got Max, who is still super young, still super young. 
So you got two young guys, Calvin and Max, featherweights. And I'm telling you, this fight, again, is going to be fucking fireworks, son. It's, I, don't see it, I don't see it going on the ground at any point in time. I see them standing up. I see them standing up the whole, the whole, the whole fight. Now, granted, I, this is another fight that I'd want to see go five rounds because I want to see them. I want to see them try and pick at each other. I want to see who can set up the best traps, who's who's doing the most damage. You know what I mean? Who can really get the better of their opponent? But when you watch Cal, like those, oh, Calvin is a fucking dog, son. Like that, I'm telling you, that elbow was was nuts. And like I said, you see Max coming off those three fight the, that that three fight loss. You got Calvin coming up on all these wins. I can see Calvin taking Max out. Not early, but at least within maybe the second or third round. Now, listen, I'm not I'm not the biggest MMA historian. I don't know. I I'm like I can't just go out and say how I know this fight's gonna go. But if someone's taking the other person out, I probably see it being Calvin. I probably see it be, see it being Calvin. Honestly, probably taking him out maybe third, third, fourth round. I don't see it, I don't see the fight ending early. Not at all. I mean, granted, this is MMA. Freak shit can happen all the time. Hence. Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo. You know what I mean? Freak shit can happen all the time. This is another fight that I want to see go five. I really wanted to see go five rounds. I would love to see it go five rounds. But if someone's taking the other person out, I got to put my money on Calvin. I got to put my money on Calvin. I don't know. I feel like he's got something to prove. You know what I mean? He's on the up and up. He's got something to prove. He's got, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's out here trying to make a name. Number six featherweight. He's trying to get that belt. Now, I'm not saying Max has gotten complacent because he's already gotten the belt. But Calvin, he's hungry, you know what I mean? And Max is probably hungry too, but Calvin hasn't had it yet. He doesn't know what it tastes like to be a fucking champ. That man is chomping at the bit to get that fucking gold around his waist. And I cannot wait to see how that fight goes down. And, you know, I told you before, I'm from Rhode Island. I don't rep New England like that. I, I don't really care about Rhode Island. You know, people live where they live and they, they rep it. Like, New Yorkers fucking rep New York to the day they die. Sometimes it annoys me. I'm like, nigga, it's a state. Relax. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? But I get it. You grow up there. There's a culture. There's a certain vibe to it where you're like, nah, this is where I live. I love that shit. Like I said, Calvin's from New England. You know, it's nice to see someone from a small, like a smaller area of the world, of the, of the, of the country, sort of coming up and showing how good he is. And then, you know, they got the New England, the, the New England cartel, uh, their, 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 their camp, their team. You know, you got all these big camps. You got all these big, uh, these big gyms. Uh, t uh, what's it called? Uh, fuck, AKA. You got AKA. You got uh, Jackson Wink, where John Jones uh, trains. You got all these big name, all these big name teams and camps. It's nice to see a smaller camp like the New England Cartel make a name for themselves and start to really come up in the game like that. Like with, the, with two two fighters that are really really doing a good job. Like I said, Calvin Cater and this other fighter named Rob Font, who fought recently, took out Marlon Moraes very easily. It was a great fight. Rob Font's out here. Like I said, it's really nice to see these guys come up and make a name for themselves. And it's good to see these young dudes really out here, you know, trying to trying to, trying to to put on shows for people and really trying to j just fight for that belt. They really want to make a name. They really want to be successful. And I love seeing that. I fucking love it. It's really great to see. So watching that fight is going to be dope. I'm not rooting for anyone, obviously. I don't really have, a, I don't really have someone I'm rooting for more. But it's just going to be a great fight, and I cannot fucking wait. Now, another fight, another fight that's happening that week is one that I'm most excited for only because of the two people that are fighting in it. So I think I've mentioned this name earlier in the, in the, in the pod. Hamza Chimaev. I think he fights out of Sweden, but I don't know where he's originally from. Granted, I can just look that up right now. But Hamza Chimaev is easily one of the biggest breakout stars of 2020 in the UFC. Okay, so he's Russian from Chechnya, but he fights out of uh, Sweden. Russian-born Swedish is what he is. Now, this guy, I don't know his past, uh, past career in other fight promotions. I, like I said, I'm only, I've only seen him in the UFC. I've only seen what he's done so far. And he has just been running through these niggas. I mean, goddamn. Russians, there's, some, there's, something, there's something in Russian blood that makes them fucking dogs. Like, these niggas just don't give a fuck. They just, they just it's, 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 it's just wild to me. And Hamza Shimaev has been making a name for himself by finishing all his opponents in very 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 fashionable style not fashionable like he's doing like spinning shit or whatever but just very concrete ways of finishing his opponents i don't think i've seen a fight of his go go five rounds i don't think i've seen a fight of his go past the second round or maybe the first round i don't even know but his most recent fight was against gerald mershart 
Now, he's a UFC mainstay. He's been there for a minute. He's a veteran. Uh, hasn't won any gold yet. Hasn't been, like, a super um, exciting fighter, at least for me. I haven't, I haven't seen too many of his fights. Um, he's, more, uh, he's, not, he's not the most exciting fighter, but he's a solid fighter. You know, he's got, a, he's got more wins than losses. He's been a UFC vet. He's established as a fighter. <laughs> Watching the press conference for that fight, I could already see the fear in his eyes. Like, Hamza, he doesn't speak the best English, so he's just like, I'm going to smash you. I'm going to smash you, dog. Like, just, like, in his broken English. But it's just funny to see, I'm going to smash you, I'm going to smash He's just like, I'm mauling my opponent, son. Fuck with me, is basically what he's trying to say. And Gerald Mearshart was like, I'm a vet. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a problem. You can't fuck with me. Like, I've been here, I've been here for years. Like, I'm going to give you a good fight. My nigga. This fight lasted less than a minute. You know what I mean? Barely any strikes were thrown. I think maybe a kick or two were thrown before Hamza took his left hand and just planted that shit in Gerald Mearshart's face and put him down. I mean, it was a one-punch KO if I've ever seen it. That's one-punch man for real. One punch. I think he might have followed up with a few on the ground, but that one punch took Gerald Mearshart's knees out and he was on the ground. And I mean, when you see someone with that kind of power, it's like, fuck, how, 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 how far could this guy go? You know what I mean? Like, 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 yeah, you got to keep watching them because when you're putting on performances like that, it's like, where else is there to go? Like, how, like, how, how much more can you give us? You know, do you have more one punch knockout power? Like, like, do you want to see that? You want to see that because it's exciting. That's one of the things people like. Those are the casual fans. Like, they like that exciting shit. I love a good five rounder. I love when people go back and forth and it's like a real, real dog fight. But I also love those, those knockouts, man. You got to love them. You got to love them, man. You got to love them. So now you got Hamza Shimaev, one of the breakout stars of 2020, fighting another UFC mainstay in Leon Edwards. Now, if there's anyone in the UFC community who's been struck harder by COVID than uh, that that's that's been struck hard by COVID, it's Leon Edwards, uh, British fighter out of England. Um, and he's he's a, he's a great fighter, man. Like I said, this is another fighter who I've. The first fight I've seen of him was actually the year I moved to Texas. It was actually the day I moved to Texas. He had a fight card with uh, Rafael Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos. And Rafael Dos Anjos is another one of those guys. You know what I mean? Former champ. Someone that they kind of call a, a, a gatekeeper, so to say. You know what I mean? If you can get past Rafael Dos Anjos, then you have a, you have, you have a nice stake to the, to the championship. You have this... this you have, you're making the right steps. If you can beat someone like him, then you've got what it takes to potentially become a champion. And Leon Edwards, I'm telling you, man, I watched that fight. I see his interviews. I really, I like his demeanor. I think he's a great fighter. I really, I really like him as a, as, as like a person. And he was supposed to be the first fight to happen when all this COVID shit was going on, but that got shut down, obviously, because COVID, you know, started fucking shit up. He was supposed to be one of the first fights. And then he was supposed to be one of the last fights. His fight was supposed to be the, this last fight card that happened. He was supposed to be the last fight in December, but then he ends up getting COVID. The whole year goes by. He gets no fights. He's got a bunch of offers coming in that people don't want to, like, are turning down or whatever for, for whatever reason. And right when they finally put together a fight for him, which, I, which was supposed to be still against uh, Chimaev, he gets COVID. So this whole year, he's had, he's had plans to really make to really like push himself into title contention, and it's just been it's just been it's just been uh, blocked up by this uh, by COVID, and by the inability to, to get a fight, uh, the, uh, him catching the sickness. It's just it's just been a bad year for him. So now he gets to start off 2021 against one of the rising stars in the UFC, who is a very very scary fucking uh, prospect, and this. Okay, so now this fight, I can, I can see it ending early if Chemayev does what Chemayev does, which is just maul motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Just, just, just take them out. But Leon Edwards is a beast. He's a dog. He's been in there before. He's been in these fights. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna go outside. You know what I mean? I personally am rooting for Leon. Cause he black, <laughs> nah. But like, yeah, that's. I guess that's part of it. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I root for everyone black. Majority of the time. But like I said, I like Leon. I like his demeanor. I like him as a person, or at least the type of person that he gives off in his interviews and whatever. But I really enjoy his fight style as well. 
in that fight, if if Leon can stay away from the savagery that is Shemaev and really try to set up a game plan that will allow him to get his hits off and also allow him to not get fucking mauled, I can really see him taking it to him. Granted, if, if Leon's going to win, I probably might see it go five rounds because I haven't mentioned it, but Shemaev also has a really good ground game. Like his stand-up, he's strong. He's got that one-punch knockout power. He's a strong dude. But if need be, he'll take it to the ground. But that's not to say that Leon can't handle it on the ground. Leon's more so of a stand-up fighter, but he's got a new, really nice ground game. He can really handle himself on the ground. He's not, he's not just going to get fucked up that fast. At least I don't think he will, you know? But this is another fight that I'm very interested in seeing. Very interested in seeing. Because you got someone in Shemaev, like I said, who is a rising star. Everyone, everyone wants this. To, everyone wants, everyone wants Shemaev. Everyone's into Chimaev. Everyone wants to. Everyone wants to see him succeed. They're just intrigued by him. They're intrigued by his strength. They're intrigued by his demeanor. He's almost like Khabib, in the way where he's super dominant. I mean, granted, he's not on that same level as Khabib. Khabib is a whole different monster, but he's on that same level. He Russian, so that's, he's got that bit of scary factor to him. And um, what's it called? Yeah, man, he's just dominant. He's just, he's just been dominant in his last few fights. So this, again, will be a very, very interesting fight. If Chimaev is going to win, I see him take... He's, he's got to take Leon out within the first few rounds. That's how I see it happening. Either by knockout or by just mauling him on the ground with however he... Uh, by mauling him on the ground. Whether it's a submission or him just taking him down and beating him the fuck out of him. But if Leon is going to win... And that's not to say Leon can't take him out. Like I said, it's UFC. You can hit someone with a punch and they go night-night. Not even expecting it. You know what I mean? But I can definitely see if Leon's going to win, he's got to be smart about it. He can't just go in with a head full of steam thinking, oh, this guy is just a prospect. They're, they're building him up. He's not that good. Listen, you have to, you, you, you see, you've seen what he's done. You've seen what he's done. Do not sleep on him. You may feel however you feel about you being more established in the game, him not having as much experience. Listen, you've seen what he can do, so don't sleep on that. So if that fight is going anywhere... If Leon's winning that, I probably see it going five rounds. I probably see it going five rounds. Him trying to pick him apart. Him trying to stay away as best he can, keep a good distance. But if Chimaev's gonna win, you know he's going in. He's going in guns blazing. He's throwing heavy hands. If he can't hit him and he sees Leon's piecing him up, he's probably gonna take him down. If Leon starts piecing him up, he's probably gonna take him down. So Leon's really got to make sure that he's ready for that, and that he's ready to, you know, for 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 a ground fight, honestly. For, to figure out either a way to get back up to the feet and keep it on the feet or in a way to get a better position to, to set up a submission or a ground uh, or a grounded pound of his own. You know, you never know. But yeah, man, these these next fights coming up, I'm very, I'm very fucking excited. Granted, there's going to be, I'm probably going to talk more about them because like there's going to be more fights on the card. Those are just the, those are just the main event fights as of right now. But I'm very, very fucking excited as, as an MMA fan, man. This shit is going to be ridiculous. Just re-fucking-diculous. Now, I'm not going to keep going on MMA for, any, for much longer. Like I said, I want to do uh, next time I want to do a bit more research to have a bit more fact to throw at you. Or just be more uh, concrete in the information that I'm, that I'm giving you. But like I said, there's other, uh, other fight promotions like Bellator. Now, Bellator is, one of, is like... Is like the second. Is like the second. Is like second place to UFC. Let's let's put it that way. There's a lot of great talent in Bellator, but it's just not as big as the UFC. However, they have been. I won't say siphoning, but have been picking up UFC talent that has been dropped from the UFC. So you've got big names like Anthony Johnson, a big big motherfucker, power hitter, power puncher, just a strong dude who's back in the game now. He you know he took a, he took a while away. You thought he'd be done? He's like, no, 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 I'm back. I'm back. He was going to fight with the UFC. Some shit happened. I don't know the dealings or whatever, but now he's in Bellator. You got Yoel Romero, who's the fucking boogeyman of the UFC. Like, any middleweight is scared to fight Yoel Romero. Like, he's, he, you don't want to fight him. Dude's like, what, 43 years old or something like that and just just built out of granite. That's a, that's a strong, strong motherfucker. That's, the, that's some Cuban genes. I think he's Cuban. That's some just those, that's those Cuban genes. I mean, he is now in Bellator. You know what I mean? So you got all these these uh these old UFC fighters moving on, and I think there's talks in Bellator of like having a lightweight uh, a light heavyweight Grand Prix. Now, if you don't know what a Grand Prix is, it's basically it's almost like a tournament. Basically, it's like you know different fighters fighting each other, moving up. If you win, you get to fight another guy. That type of thing. At least that's what that's how I understand it. I could do more research and, and really really understand what it is. But that's my understanding of what a Grand Prix is. 
And if they really do set that up, I'm I'm finding a way to watch that. I'm finding a way to pay for whatever whatever Bellator is offering. Because you've got people like Vadim Nemkov, who I personally don't know much about. I've heard the name before, and I heard he's a dog. He's currently the, the light heavyweight champ. Yeah, you got, uh, I think, Ryan Bader, who's also uh, in the light heavyweight division. Either in the light heavyweight or heavyweight, but I think he's also going to be a part of it. Lyoto Machida, who you know has had a, a storied history in the UFC, a champion, one of the better fighters, one of the more interesting fighters uh, in there. And like I said, you got Anthony Johnson and Lyoto Machida and uh, Leo Romero. That Grand Prix with those fighters would be is going to be one of the most interesting events that I will that I'll that I'll probably see. That'll probably that event if I watch it will probably make me want to continue to watch Bellator and even try, try to dive in even deeper into the into what Bellator is because I because like I know a few of the I know I know a few of the big names but I just don't watch it enough to know how good these guys are or to know what their strengths are. And I, I like I, I want to do that. I want to learn more about it because you got people like Aaron Pico, uh, AJ McKee, um, like I said, Vadim Nemkov. These are big names who are fucking beasts. These guys are beasts. And you know, everyone says the M uh, MMA is like I mean, not MMA, UFC is like the creme de la creme of, M of MMA. If you're an MMA, if you're an MMA fighter, you want to get to the UFC. But these guys are doing it big in Bellator. And granted, they could they could obviously always move on to UFC later on. But they're doing it big in the in the promotion that they're in now. And you know, you can't just sleep on that. If you're an MMA fan, you want to know who these guys are. You can't just sleep on that. I mean, I I'm, I'm more so talking to myself. But you know, you can't just sleep on those names. So like I said. With this podcast, I want to try and grow more and learn more about these guys, and give y'all go, give y'all more information. Cause I really want, I'm trying to get more people to watch this shit. At least people that I know. And I just like talking about it, bro. I just like talking about the fights. I like watching them. Love talking about them. So that, that that's that's just what it is, man. I love that shit. I love it. These next few fights coming up in January are going to be amazing, and I just cannot fucking wait. I cannot fucking wait. Now, I mean, like I said, this is the, you know, this is the inaugural episode. I've been talking a lot more than I thought I would. But I'm just going to do a quick touch on uh, Cyberpunk. Like I said, video games is another thing I love. been playing them since I was a kid. I've had PlayStation all the way up until PlayStation 4. I still haven't got my 5 yet. Waiting on that. Or waiting on until I can get it. I'm going to just wait till like I can just walk into a store and it's like fully stocked. I'm not trying to pay no extra fucking 850 to buy these shits. Y'all are wild. If you, have, if you paid more than the market price that these are selling for you're a fucking goofball listen if you got it you got it i can't really get mad at it but i still think you're a fucking goofball <laughs> like it's it's i don't know whatever but cyberpunk 2077 has been a game that me and a friend of mine when we heard when we first heard about it we we're like oh nah this this that shit like i cannot wait for this to come out like we've been following the news they've pushed it back so many fucking times they've pushed it back and back just i don't know it's, it's just, I guess it's just a big game. It's very complex. They really wanted to get it right for the consumer. Well, I guess they just got fed up with people bitching at them. They're like, you know what? We're going to put that shit out. We're going to put it out. Y'all buy it. Y'all play it. Whatever. I bought it the day it came out. And listen, I, I've been enjoying it. I've really been enjoying it. I love the game. I'm on my, I'm on my second playthrough with a, different with, a, with a different character. Second playthrough. Really enjoying the gameplay. Really enjoying the story. Enjoying the side missions. But... The biggest fucking issue has been these bugs, son. It's it's buggy as shit. It's buggy as hell. It's buggy as hell. And I've I've been pushing through it just because I want to keep playing the game and I really enjoyed it. I've been trying to push through it, but it it can be it can get annoying. It can get really fucking annoying. I'll be playing like mid mission, mid mission. I'm playing, and then it shuts off on me. By shuts off, I mean like it says, oh, Cyberpunk is shutting down, and then though you get the PlayStation screen or whatever, and I'm just like, God damn it, son. Like what are y'all doing to me? So fucking crazy. It's got my PlayStation fucking. It's got the the fan going crazy like it's in a whirlwind. Son, it's making mad noise. But it's a good game. It's a good game. I can understand why people don't want to play because the bugs and it's really annoying. But I've been enjoying it. I've been getting over the, the bugs. You know, it shuts off on me. I restart it. You know what I mean? I restart it and continue to play. That's just me. But I can understand why people are getting mad at it. I can really understand that because it's very fucking annoying. And it's not the only bug. There's a bunch of other glitches and shit. Like. Okay, so you can you can drive different vehicles in the game, right? And there's different views you can have from. You can have from first person or third person. And first of all, if you're driving in first person in that game, you're a fucking you're a fucking weirdo, cause that shit is hard. It it makes it, it's 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 so difficult to drive in first person. It's almost as if when you turn the car or you turn the motorcycle, it just it turns more than you wanted to. So I'm just driving in squiggles, and it's like this is ridiculous. But when you're driving in third person, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. You can see all the cars around. You can you know it's whatever. It's just a lot easier. 
and it, this happens a lot when I try to get on get into a vehicle. It starts off in the first person, but then you can press the uh, the right button on the directional pad, and you can change it to the third person. So many fucking times, I'll get on a vehicle or in a car, and I'm pressing that button, and it doesn't fucking change. So now I'm forced to either restart it, which I usually don't do, or I'm just forced to drive in fucking first person. It's annoying, and I don't know why it happens like that, but it just it happens, you know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, another thing. You know, again, with the vehicles, when you get off of a vehicle, you should be able to just pull your weapon out and just start switching weapons or whatever. You should be able to do all that stuff. But, like, I'll get off of a vehicle, and it's almost like I'm in camera mode. And I'll press certain buttons, and instead of, instead of like, using a health uh, thing or whatever, it like, it, like, zooms in, almost like I'm in camera mode. Or, like, I'm using the fucking, yeah, like, I'm in camera mode. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I can still walk around, but let's say I can't run or I can't jump or whatever. And it's just like, it, yeah, it can be very, very fucking annoying. Can be very annoying, but um, I mean, uh, besides those things, I've honestly been having the time of my fucking life. Like, I really, really enjoy the fucking game. Great story. I mean, I'm a I love Keanu Reeves, who fucking does it. The Matrix is one of my favorite movies ever. Keanu Reeves plays a lot bigger role in this game than I expected, and it's great. You know, his voice acting is dope. His character is very interesting. It looks exactly like Keanu Reeves, and it's you know, it's it's listen. The game overall is a really, really good ass time. As someone who as someone who's just loved video games, you know what I mean? It's just it's a really, really good ass time. Bugs aside, you know, bugs aside it's a good ass time. It's vi- <sighs> Yeah, it's been very buggy. It's been very buggy. But listen, I was able to play through the game once through, finish the story. The, the, like I said, the bugs were an issue, but it didn't stop me from playing it. I was able to still finish it. I'm on my second playthrough, so that's gotta tell you something. So if you got a PlayStation, you got an Xbox, you got something like that, definitely get that game. Let's, I mean, if only if you're a real gamer. You know what I mean? Because listen, it'll take some time out of you. The story itself is pretty short if you want to just play through the story. But there's so many different side missions, like side quests, um, gigs that they like they call them. There's like so many. There's so much other shit to do that it'll take up as much time as you want it to take up. And me, I like playing through all that shit. I love it. So it, it takes me a good amount of time to get through the game. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, it's it's been a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, the bugs are trash, but I've been getting over them. Um, shit, who's the developer? That's another thing. Like I'm not like super big into like the developers and shit like that. I really just like play the game. Okay, CD Projekt, CD Projekt Red are the ones who uh, developed the game. Uh, what other games have they done? Let me see. See if I see if I played any other CD Projekt Red games. Okay, they got The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, which I played. Uh, pretty good game. Oh, they've done like a sh- they've done like all the Witcher games. That's like the that's like the main things I'm seeing right now. Maybe there's more, but I'm seeing a lot of the Witcher games. But um yeah. I don't know. The game is great. I I guess I can't say great cuz of the bugs, but it's really 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 good. Like I'm really enjoying it. I love the character customization. I love the different conversations that you have all the different options. Uh, the way you can, the different ways you can build your character, whether you want him stealthy, you want him super strong, you want him to be a hacker, that type of thing. It's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a very freeing game in the, in the way of creativity. You can be as creative as you want with your character. It's, it's great. I love it. That's the type of game that I, that I love. I love different types of games. You know, a lot of different types. You know, I fuck with the 2Ks, uh, the Fifas. You know, but these type of games where you can really customize your character, you know, do a whole bunch of different shit. Like those are great. I fucking love them. It just it just makes it just helps me expand my creativity. You know, it's it's it's, it's one of the best. So yeah, I really I'm I'm really enjoying the game. I'm real I'm still enjo- I'm still enjoying it. Bugs aside, but you know they've been doing they've been releasing a, a bunch of different patches. You know, a different a bunch of different updates. Truthfully, I can't tell what the difference is because I've had a couple of the updates hit and I still have the game shut off on me. So listen, I don't know the specifics. I'm not into all the technology of it. But the actual game itself, the story, the gameplay, it's worth it. I fucking really, really enjoy it. Really, really enjoy it. And I guess, I mean, you know, to close out this first inaugural episode of this podcast, you know, I guess because it's Christmas, it's, I'm just talking, you know, you know, you know, it's Christmas time. I've been living in Texas for about two, two years? Nah, like a year and some, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, time, 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 time is an illusion to me. It'd be, it'd be going. I moved here last year in late June. Okay, so I've been here for about a year and some change. Let's put it that way. I've been here about a, for about a year and some change. And, 
you know, it's 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 a different world than from what I'm from what I'm used to in, in New England. First off, it's usually always hot down here. People love. I, I mean, I like when it's nice outside, but damn, son, it's hot as fuck. Like I be missing the cold. I be missing the snow. Like it hit, it's like it, it's December. It's Christmas time. I'm looking outside right now, and it's just it's sunny as fuck. And it's it, and you know, honestly, surprisingly enough, it is kind of cold. It's kind of cool down here. It's not super super hot, but that kind of just varies. Though it, it still gets fucking hot. So that's like the biggest change for me, you know what I mean? Just like not being in a place where during December there's snow and it's cold. And that's kind of just what I'm used to. Like when I was born, it was a blizzard outside is what I've been told. It's, it's cold as fuck. So I'm, I'm, I know the cold. I'm used to that shit. I'm used to, I'm used to preparing for it. I'm used to getting ready for it. But it's just different down here, man. Christmas has got a different feel, you know? Also because I'm not with the fam, you know? I'm not with the fam. And we don't do the big Christmas stuff like everyone else does. You know, they put up all the decorations. They do, like, whatever the fuck. You know, for me and my family, it's just, you know, we got the tree up. We with each other. We open the gifts that we got. And then we just eat, bro. That's the big thing. My mom throws down in the kitchen. Big feast. Big feast. Just me, me and my, me and my sisters, my mom and my dad. That's, like, the thing I miss the most It's just being with the fam, bro. Like, like I said, we don't do anything wild. We just eat and enjoy each other's company. We might watch a couple movies or something, but, like, that's, like, the biggest thing that I fucking miss. You know what I mean? Just being around, like, the family and having that family vibe, you know? You know? That's really that's really what it is. But, like I said, to fill that gap, I did this. <laughs> I recorded my first fucking ever episode of my podcast. And, you know, hopefully... My anxiety and fucking depression doesn't fucking impede that. So I can continue to put out this product on hopefully a weekly basis. You know, we will see about that. Like I said, I'm just getting this shit off, off the ground running. But that's the plan. You know, that's the plan. I want this to be an escape. I want this to be a way to take away from however I be feeling sometimes. You know what I mean? Because, you know, when you deal with these type of feelings, you can't just be holed up in your room. Like, I usually resort to self-medication. I'm trying to, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find different outlets for it. And this being a very positive outlet, at least, you know, I could put I, could, I put out a product. Some people can probably see, some people probably won't, you know. But it's 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 something that I'm it's something that I'm doing. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be a small accomplishment. Cause like I said, I'm trying I'm, I'm I'm gonna end this episode pretty soon. But like, just to, just to give you a small dip into me into who I am as a person, I'm not. I'm I'm not the best at self-promotion. I'm not the best at like putting myself out there. I mean, this might be the biggest leap I'll take into putting myself out there. Like obviously this is just audio right now, but I do want to have like a video aspect to it cuz you know, people love something to look at. And you can listen to me all I want, but if you have that video component, I feel like it'll immerse people even deeper. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to get that get that set up. But yeah, man. This is this this <laughs> I mean, for the, all the talking I've been doing and all the like like I've been like psyching myself in my head, like, bro, ain't nobody gonna listen to this shit. You could be doing this for no reason, da da da. You're like, can you? How do you even start a podcast? Can you even talk about like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, fam, shut the fuck up, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like I've had a bunch of my friends be like, just do that shit, son. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. And that's what I'm doing. First episode, I'm just fucking doing it. You know what I mean? I'm just fucking doing it. I'm trying to figure it out as I go. But you can't get nowhere unless you start, and this is my fucking start. You know what I mean? I'm put, I'm, I'm putting my foot out there, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm starting this shit. I'm gonna try and build something around it. You know, this is obviously the first episode I'm recording, but I'm gonna set up an Instagram page, put out little snippets of it. You know what I mean? I got all these ideas, bro, but my mind, like, I just be getting, I get in the way of myself, which is what, this is, which is another thing. This is gonna help me do. I'm trying to not get in the way of myself, and this is, I guess, one of the ways that I'm trying to do that. I mean. I don't think I'm the smartest person or the most entertaining fucking person out there or whatever. But I'm cool. <laughs> you know, I, I know some shit. You know, I'd be entertaining. I'd be making motherfuckers laugh. You know what I mean? So I just kind of, I kind of just want to bring that energy to this podcast. You know, I'm trying to get people to know who I am more. You know, like the people who know me, they know who I am. And like, it doesn't matter that like the world knows or that people who don't know me know who I am. But it's just like, I don't know. I'm trying to come out more of my shell. Cause I see myself as as a much more of an outgoing person than I than I portray myself as, you know what I mean? I'm trying to I'm trying to shed that shit, you know what I mean? I've been a little scaredy bitch since I was a kid, you know, not talking too much, you know, staying 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 to myself that type of shit. But I'm trying to grow, you know what I mean? I'm 24 years old, I'm trying to grow. I'm a grown I'm I'm not a, I'm a man, I'm not a grown grown man. I'm still a ch- I still think I'm still a fucking kid. 
our people our age be trying to grow way too fucking fast and there's a lot of negatives to that trust and believe me so yeah but just like i'm saying like this is just the intro the inaugural episode of whatever i'm gonna name this fucking podcast i've had so many like random names pop into my head but nothing for some reason is like sticking with me because like if it was specifically an mma podcast I'd have something more to like. I'd have more to like go on for the name. If it was a specifically a movie review podcast, I got oh fuck. Speaking of movies, Tenant. Listen, I'm not. We're not gonna do it now because I, I don't know how long I've been going on for. But Tenant was a fucking amazing movie. We can talk about that another time. But like I was saying, if this was specifically a movie review podcast, you know, it'd be easier to come up with a name. But this is just like an all-encompassing podcast about me, not about me, but just yeah, about me. You know, I'm like the center of the podcast and I talk and I talk about a shit ton of other things, but it all revolves around me, around what I like, around what's going on with my life, that type of shit, you know? So yeah, man, if you're listening to this, I really fucking appreciate it. (laughs) I really fucking do. Like whenever, whenever I end up putting this up on like YouTube or like Twitter or like just putting it out there so people can see it, I would love to see some comments, whether you hate it or love it, like whatever, just fucking just... Any type of interaction will show me that I'm reaching that that it's that it's doing some something, you know what I mean? But yeah, like I'm saying, first podcast, first attempt at it. I'm only gonna get better. I'm only gonna try to do better. And I appreciate you if you have been listening. Uh I don't love you yet. <laughs> Cause I don't have like the fan base like that. But you know, hopefully I can grow, grow a fan base and really start to feel some love, you know what I mean? Uh hopefully I'll talk to y'all next week. I appreciate you listening and goodbye.